You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Friday. Woo-hoo. Yes, it is. I <laughs> think I thought it was Saturday this morning. It's not. I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> because we're on the air. Uh, but there will be a Saturday that, that uh, will be uh, on the air. At least I'll be on uh, that, that Saturday. That's a share coming up June 25th through the 27th. I know it's a little different this year. Usually it's in April. Uh, Move to June this year, and we're going to have a good time with that. It's going to be a very different share uh, People all over the place. <laughs> Um, some, just a few people, just a couple people in the studio where we can do it safely. Um, and then a lot of people, uh, remote and, uh, all over the place, but that's, that's how we do things these days. So like, looking forward to it. Uh, it's a chance for listeners to call in and pledge their support, partner with us on KFUO. We have good stuff on deck today. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu live uncommon it is the green season now i know that uh, many people haven't necessarily been in their sanctuaries some have some haven't so you might have lost track of what color is on the altar uh this week but to uh to remind us uh we're in the green season um pentecost uh, some might call it pentecost trinity um there are other names i'm, I'm sure for the season as well but we're going to take a look at hymnody of the green season with Dr. Jim Marriott, uh, Director of Musical Arts at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Dr. Marriott, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. It's my pleasure. Always fun to be with you guys. So things are, are winding down for the season for you at the seminary. So we finally get a, a little bit of time <laughs> to, to, to chat with you. It's been a while. I'm so excited to get to talk with it you. Has. It has. Yeah, it's been such a weird time over the last uh, couple of months. And, uh, you know, things at the seminary changed completely and yet didn't change at all. You know, we were still teaching classes. We just had to move to an online format. And I was still taking classes as part of the residential alternate route uh, pursuing ordination. And uh, I was just telling you guys before we came on the air that today is the my last day of classes for that. So I'm very excited to finish this stage of my education, hopefully the last stage of my education. That's a promise that I've made to my wife now. And uh, we sa- we've said that our, our next degree is for our son, Joel, who is going to be a seventh grader. So we've got a little while to wait before we have another graduate. <laughs> well, congratulations. I know that that's been a, a long journey and uh, certainly a noble one as well. Yeah, we are taking, we're taking a look at some hymns of the green season, uh, Pentecost, Trinity. I don't, are there other names that come to mind for this season besides green season, Pentecost? Or yeah, Trinity? I mean, there's a, a couple of different ways of describing it, but this is, you know, um, I guess one way is to call it the ordinary time, but that sounds so ordinary and it doesn't mean it that way. Uh, but, you know, it's a numbered season, a season of numbered weeks. And it is in contrast to kind of the festival season of the church where it's talking about the the um, birth, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Those are the historical seasons uh, such as Lent and Easter and Advent and Christmas um, up through Pentecost and even Epiphany as well. So uh, our, uh, in between those, um, the season after Epiphany and also the season after Pentecost, is this unique time in the church where we get to talk about the life of Jesus and that how that relates to the life of the church. 
Um, and it's, it's a very precious time for the church where we get to really see how Jesus lived and we get to um, see how we as the church are to live as his kingdom in this world. So let's dig in uh, during our limited time this morning to a couple of yeah. hymns for this season. Um, so <clears throat> some of the, the, the readings, the hymns of this season uh, that you'd like to take a look at, where do you want to start for today? Yeah, we're, we're, we're looking at the next couple of weeks here um, where in lectionary series A, the gospel lessons uh, are in Matthew chapter 10. And this is the sending out of the 12 apostles. And uh, we actually get three weeks of this where uh, he's sending out the apostles and then teaching them just before he sends them out. So we get three different perspectives uh, in this chapter over three weeks. And it's really neat how the hymns play into that. So we have three hymns that we were going to look at. Um, We'll see how fast we get through them. But, uh, uh, O God, O Lord of heaven and earth. Lord of our life and God of our salvation, and let us ever walk with Jesus. Those are the three appointed hymns of the day for proper 6, 7, and 8, looking at this Matthew chapter 10 uh, uh, story and narrative as it's kind of continuous over these weeks. So the the first one, O God, O Lord of heaven and earth, is a Martin Franzman text written for the 450th anniversary of the Reformation. And it's in the mission and witness section of the hymnal, and it's it's a just a profound text, wonderful hymn, uh, talking about the the way that we make witness of our faith in Jesus Christ, and how Christ is not only the center of what we proclaim, but He is the center of the manner in which we proclaim it. Like Christ, it starts and ends with Christ, and that's what this hymn points out to us. Uh, you know, how uh, the second stanza talks about um, coming out of creation, our fatal will to equal the, our rebel will wrought death and night we seized and used in prideful spite this wondrous gift of liberty that we were given. We house us in this house of doom where death had royal scope and room until thy servant, Prince of Peace, breached all its walls for our release. And then it goes on and talks about how Christ came to breathe our poisoned air, to drink for us the dark despair, uh, and and, uh, how Christ redeemed us. And then the fourth verse is where we see that put into practice in the church. O Spirit, who did once restore thy church, that it might be again the bringer of good news to men. Breathe on thy cloven church once more. There the the tongues of fire from Pentecost. That in these gray and latter days there may be those whose life is praise, each life a high doxology to Father, Son, and unto thee. And I know that this is the the theme hymn for the doxology conferences that so often are um, equipping and training missionaries right before we send them out in the LCMS. And that's actually how I came to know this hymn was serving as the cantor for a doxology conference once. And uh, it's an amazing hymn of uh, mission and witness that is so Christocentric, grounding our proclamation in Christ Jesus. There is so much I want to talk about with this hymn, but oh, we won't. <laughs> we're, we're going to run out of time. Uh, Franzman is just—he is, is uh, just such a master with with poetry and with hymnody and writing writing this text. It is well worth your time. And this this one isn't as familiar for a lot of people, but it seems to be uh, making a, a bit of a wave. I've seen it a lot in the last couple of years uh, among a lot of people. 
this is definitely one worth your time to just read through. Uh, yeah. it's the, the text is just wonderful. That's exactly right. And if you take the time as a congregation to learn it, you know, um, uh, using choirs um, to be able to teach it and, and really do it a few times so that your congregation can learn it, it can just, you know, um, just explode. It's got so much energy and it's, it's, it's just a wonderful, uh, uplifting hymn and uh, really gives voice to the church. So, yeah, Absolutely. I really commend it for people. We've done it at the seminary, of course, and uh, uh, it's, boy, it's fantastic. We're going to run out of time, but yeah, next sure. time, <laughs> Lord <laughs> of our life one. and God of our salvation. Uh, yeah. What's what's the, the overview of this one? <laughs> yeah, so this uh, actually was written first kind of in the context of the Thirty Years' War and then was revived in the Oxford Movement. Um, uh, and uh, also uh, kind of talks about the same missional idea of going out. Um, but here it's in the church militant section of the hymnal. Uh, so now we see um, kind of leaning into Matthew chapter 10, the persecutions that are going to come and uh, all, you know, being a, a disciple of Jesus, making proclamation of Christ in this world is not a comfortable thing. Uh, and it is uh, going to bring persecution. It's going to bring um, strife. And, and we should expect that. So that's what this hymn is getting at. Um, and uh, really juxtaposing the evils of this world and, um, that try to choke out our witness uh, with um, the peace that Christ gives. It's very ironic. You know, I was reading the text this morning, and uh, the the lectionary text for this week stops at verse 33, um, and then we pick up chapter 10, verse 34, the next week. Chapter 10, verse 34 is, Do not think I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace but a sword. So we get that uh, uh, the next week. But in this week, this stanza, this hymn stanza, uh, stanza four, peace in our hearts where sinful thoughts are raging, peace in your church where trouble heart or our troubled souls assuaging, peace when the world its endless war is waging, peace in your heaven. So even in the midst of this persecution and the strife in this world, uh, Christ is our peace, and we cling to that uh, in in this particular hymn and in this particular text, even as we anticipate the next week where Jesus has not come to bring peace but a sword. Uh, so it's, it's a nice little juxtaposition of text there from week to week. Mm. Good uh, good text. Wow. Uh, yeah. We have about... Uh, about two minutes left. Do you want to take a look at another hymn, or do you want to oh, dig sure. deeper well, into this one? Okay. We, we, you know, just to see the, how the continuity of them work, sure. uh, you know, the the third hymn, uh, Let Us Ever Walk with Jesus, is most likely the most familiar to the listeners here this morning. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to cover quickly. Um but a lot of the themes in Let Us Ever Walk with Jesus make so much more sense when you see how those hymns have progressed over the last couple of weeks with Matthew chapter 10. So, you know, coming out of this idea of witness and uh, clear centrality of Christ and now understanding the strife and persecution in this world with Christ as the, the center of our witness and Christ as our peace and our protection, then we walk with Jesus. Sometimes this let us ever walk with Jesus can almost uh, 
uh, mirror this idea of decision that I'm going to walk with Jesus and I'm deciding I'm going to initiate it. And, and it really is, is not, this is the, the idea of following, you know, um, we're following his example pure through a world that would deceive us and to sin our spirits lure. And all three of these hymns, and this Matthew chapter 10 are so apropos for our time right now. The the strife we see in the world, the, the systemic issues that we keep coming up against with uh, racism and hatred and oppression and all of the, the unrest we have in our lives. This is the witness that we as the church are called to make right now. And there could be no better time for us to be in uh, series A uh, Propers 6 through 8, studying Matthew 10 and singing these hymns in this time right now. Hmm. It's almost as if, you know, maybe God were using these structures to give us what we need. Exactly. Huh. Yep. Hmm. Man-made structures <laughs> that, that God uses um, so that God may be glorified, for sure. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Our guest mm-hmm. today, Dr. Jim Marriott, Director of Musical Arts at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Dr. Marriott, thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Always fun to be with you guys. Thank you very much. Take care. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.